This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Attention candle lovers, AM7 Apothecary wants to ignite your love of music. Our candles are complemented by exclusive playlists to match every mood. Visit am7apothecary.com to find your new favorite candle. We accept all major cards and offer shop pay with a firm for fast and easy payments. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at AM7 Apothecary and join our newsletter for updates, discounts, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wokish Podcast. This is season four, episode one. It is? It is. Welcome back for another season. Number four. Number four. I am your girl, Lady E, and welcome to our podcast, where here we bring you comedy, creativity, and culture to our people. If this is your first time joining us, make sure you like, share, and subscribe on Instagram at wokish underscore podcast. And you can also watch our podcast uh, by video on YouTube. YouTube at the Wokish Podcast. Yep. So we're excited to be here for another season. Welcome back, everybody. And it is officially February, which is Black History Month, but it's also our love episode. You sound so excited. Oh, yeah. Can't you see the excitement on my face? Well, just because don't nobody love you, don't mean that you got to pour that into the podcast. Shut up. Come on. Let's go with this thing. (laughs) All right, so our first topic on the table today is, is marriage still the goal or has our generation moved the goalposts? So I had a couple friends talking about this a few days ago, and I think when we grew up, everybody was like, oh, I can't wait to get married and have kids and white picket fence and house and dogs and all that shit. But I think as we grew older, some people realized that marriage isn't necessarily the goal anymore so what do you think uh well first off this is a uh, martiel hollis coach as uh some people have called me because i was not properly introduced by uh, the, the be all right. queen they they know who you are by now whatever anyway um <laughs> what i think is that everybody's definition of marriage is kind of based on previous people or people around that surrounding them mm-hmm. so they kind of they try to mirror their 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 definition by that so i think the kids or not kids people a generation that's up underneath us or younger than us they don't believe in marriage because they haven't really seen like proper marriage from us mm-hmm. uh, our definition has changed because we try to go out there and do what the other people have done our older ones and i think the goalposts have moved like instead of uh you know trying to you know date for like two years be married within like the first three or four years of being in a relationship then turn around have kids marry the whole thing or whatever all that stuff went out the window Mm -hmm. as um people got older where it was more like fine it was people were thinking more of a financial thing Mm -hmm. whereas like all right if i go and um if I make sure that I want to make sure my money's right. And I I know that's for me personally, that was, that was my number one issue was that I want to make sure I'm financially stable enough to be able to take care of said wife, kids, house, all that stuff. Right. So I think that the goalposts have changed, but I think it's more so because of the dynamic of the finances. That's where I think the whole thing is like, like the whole definition of love of it, because you can love somebody forever and not be married. 
True. I mean, you can still do the marriage stuff, but not be married. So is 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 marriage the ultimate outward ex- expression of love? I mean, it, it's it's what uh, fairy. I think as far as fairy tales, it is. I mean, some people it's it's very much like you know, put your money where your mouth is, and some some people in our generation is literally put your money where your mouth is. Like if you can't take care of me, or you can't you know supply what it is that I need, or you know my self care, whatever, mm-hmm. then this you you can't love me properly but there are still some people out there who are very much like if you love me the way you say you love me then committing to me on a long-term legal platform should not be a problem yeah i mean all you i'm not trying to sound all glib about it but i mean marriage is like essentially it is a legal contract it's a legal thing so it's like yeah officially on paper According to the IRS, me and you, <laughs> me and you are married. Right. But I mean, what if you've been together for like ten years and you've been like that anyway? Sometimes marriage might actually be worse because I, if it's if it's not rooted in the right the right way, then all it really is is just a sheet of paper. Now you're more annoyed. Now it's like you know what? Now I have to more I have more legal responsibilities now, and now I have to deal with that as opposed to me just loving the person who I'm with unconditionally right now. You know what I'm saying? Like without having to worry about the legal uh, stipulations. I get that. But I also think that marriage puts a stake in the ground as far as you have more to lose. So you have, it it develops more fight in you. So like, for example, if, if there's a couple who is, you know, they've been together 10 years and um, she's, you know, not happy sexually. She can be like, you know what? I'm out because there's nothing keeping her there. But if you married, then it's like, damn, these kids and then divorce and bread and splitting stuff and assets and 401. Uh, Let me see if we can just take this sex class online and see if I can teach you something. Hello, something like let me let me find a way to to spice this up or something. So, I mean, I do I agree with you. I think that the goalposts have moved for our generation. Um, I think that um, marriage is not necessarily the ultimate goal for as many people as it was before. However, I do think that um, the fairy tale of marriage still exists in our community. And I think that women especially are very much just like they want to one and done it. They want to get married for the sake of putting stake in the ground, saying this is solidified. We are going to be together forever. I don't have to go back into this dating pool with this piss in it. And we can just live happily ever after that way. Yeah, that's true. But but on the other (laughs) side of it, it's always a but. What is their definition of marriage? You know what I mean? Like, what is their what is their example of marriage? Have they had really good example? And the reason why I say that is because, um, like, because me and my girl was talking about that, and we were talking about how it's couples that we know mm-hmm. that yeah they're married, but they're miserable. But they're miserable. Absolutely. So it's almost like, well, what's the point of being married and miserable? 
Right. No. Uh, and, and it's almost like, and, and then if you surround yourself with, if you're not surrounding yourself, but if you are surrounded by people that are in that situation, mm-hmm. it makes you kind of, kind of, yeah, when you were a kid or a little girl or whatever, mm-hmm. that was all great Snow White bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Right. That, that's fine. But in the reality of it, all right, damn, do I really want to be with this cat for so long? Like, why, you know, why is my, you know, one of my best friends in a relationship married and every single time she's talking to me, she's complaining about him? Or all my, uh, the brothers is like, man, damn, I'm tired of being, I'm tired of this shit, man. Right. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, yo, well, what's the point? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, what's the point? Like, but what's I, the point? I'd rather be happy. Yeah. No, I feel be, you. Be, I mean, I, you know, it's almost like that whole, like the old memes that used to come out there. used to say, is it better for you to be single and happy? Right. Or married and, and miserable. miserable. Right. I agree with you, but I think that that speaks to a different part of marriage where if we if you haven't seen um, successful relationships, then do you want to be married? Sure. But do you know how to be married? And then that goes into a different trajectory of it's about people doing the work. Yeah, I but do. what does that mean? Exactly. Like, like people say that shit all the time and be like, "Man, marriage is so much work." How? Like, what work are you supposed to be doing? I think that might actually be the, the another reason why the goalposts have changed is because they look at it as work. True. And but I mean, I could I could see where it's work because it's can it's a continuous it's a it can be a continuous thing. Not like your love and commitment for the person is 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 a done deal. Like you love you you love them. They're committed. Yes. Both of you guys are committed to each other. So. To be committed to me is, all right, whatever I have to do to go out there and make this thing work, mm-hmm. I'm going to do. Right. And then like, and that's where, um, that's, that comes to the individual person. Now, do you want to do it? If you do, great. It makes it a whole lot easier. If you don't, then what's the point? Then exactly. it's almost like that's when you start to kind of reevaluate things. Like, all right, is it really worth me being in a, being married to somebody if I really don't feel like going forward with it or trying right. to do or if i feel like i'm doing too much and the other person's not doing anything it's a it's a back and forth it's kind of that's where the goalpost changes because you know they go back and forth that's, right that's where that happens i agree i think that we also have to those are conversations that need to be had though prior to getting married yep. like what is what is work constitute for you or you know when because you know I've been married 10 years and when you get married like the day you say I do your expectations th- those are only going to last so long so there needs to be open communication in regards to okay so in five years when I decide that this bullshit that you do I can't take no more how are we going to have the conversation and and at what point do we change our trajectory at that point and i think that that's why um there's the seven year itch and and everybody decides to change the goalposts at that point because then it's like oh well marriage is hard well it's hard in the sense where you know two people are combining their mindsets and goals and all that stuff but it wouldn't be that hard if y'all just talked about it because if you chewing real loud is enough for me to walk out then we probably need to have that conversation you know you know know how many people probably have been divorced (laughs) Like seriously, like but seriously, too like too loud. They just sit there and look at them like, Duh, it." Let me tell you, it, I'm out of here. And just like, just literally. The leave. older I get, the more it irritates me to the point where, like, we have to play music when we're eating because if you smack one more time, I'm gonna smack the shit out of you. 
I can't take it. You're gonna get dinner music like this is a roof, Chris, because I'm not gonna do it anymore. So basically, all just going out. Go okay, like we're always <laughs> gonna go out to eat. No, I'll play it at the dinner table. Oh hell no. Uh, hey Siri. <laughs> Play some dinner music. Dinner music. That's what you're gonna code it as. That's what you got. To, that's matter of fact. You're telling everybody all the business. You got it coded as dinner music. I don't even have an iPhone. See? Oh, see, that's see? what I'm saying. Like, like that's, so that not. means it's serious. It's not. That means it's that serious. Like, it's like, man, you just like, I just, Lord help me. I need, I need some dinner music right now ASAP. Yep, that's exactly what it is. That's terrible. That's you know what else is also terrible? What? Um, black cards being revoked. We don't need that. We it happens. People, people it needs do. to happen more often. I agree. So, what kind of ways do you think that people, uh, us African Americans, can have our black cards revoked? What do you think? Well, personally, I think that food is the the staple Absolutely. in the black community. Absolutely. And I think that we don't take anything as seriously as we take food. Uh, spades. Dominoes. That, it's but that's not as universal, right? Because oh people there are black people who don't know how to play spades and are willing to admit that. Mm -hmm. They don't even sit at the table. Everybody sits at the dinner table in the black community. That's true. So food is the most important. If you fuck up Thanksgiving, you now belong to the whites. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like just get out. Yeah. Like, just get, we, get there, out. There's nothing we can get do out. for you. There is, I do agree with you because the, I have a, I have a couple of major ones and they are kind of involving food. If you don't have any kind of seasoning Duh. on your food, if salt and pepper is considered Duh. seasoning, I, I met know, somebody like that the other out. day. Just get, get the hell out of here. Like get out. I don't care. I mean, that's, that's, that's across the board, but mm -hmm. definitely definitely in the black community yeah and i will i will retire you from the black community if your definition of seasoning is salt and pepper and then you think you're spicing it up by putting paprika on it or or garlic powder not even real garlic just the garlic <laughs> powder get out just get out yep i agree or like collard greens yes any any kind of so basically if you don't like soul or if you can't cook soul food properly and you try and you try if it's you, a wrap. If, if you if you don't know how and you're willing to learn that's something different then you're still in you're, yep. you're still in we'll coach you we'll go out there and tell you absolutely but if somebody tells you mm -mm, or, or somebody's eating something that you cook and you're, you're like and their reaction is mm, like who who made this and not like in a like oh like oh who made this then then all right, and you're like whatever. This is, you're gonna get what you're gonna get, and guess what? You're gonna get up out of here. Right. That's it. That's the way I look at it. Um, another one I can think of is not food related. Is no rhythm. I was just about to say music. Music, like I get out. It's just like get out. Just get out. Like get out. Like, can you bob your head and like in the, in a beat? Yeah. Everybody should have. All right. I'm biased. Okay. I played the drums. You know what I'm saying? I played drums. Uh -huh. I was like, and I'm black. Guess what? I have rhythm. You know yes. what I'm saying? I can dance. I can move. I got rhythm. Right. I know there's people out there that's, that's, that, that don't. Mm -hmm. That's fine. If you don't and you're trying, again, I can work with you. Right. But if you're just like, whatever, then guess what? Whatever. Get the hell up out of here. <laughs> get out. But you know what was also important as far as music is concerned? 
being able to select the playlist at the event. That's clutch. If you fuck up a playlist, especially at a birthday party or at a barbecue, you're done. The cookout. Like you you mess up at the cookout. You're it's done. A wrap. You're done. It's a wrap. Like you have to. Look, there are certain staple songs that have to be played. Cha Cha Slide. That's Absolutely. Got, that's, that's in there. The Wobble. Yep. You got to have something. You got like, 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 you know. Um, Frankie Beverly yep, and May. Yep, exactly. And I was just about to say that. Yep. Exactly. Like those, those are the three that's got to be in yep. the rotation. Summertime by Will Smith. Boom. Um, September mm-hmm. uh, by The Elements. Yep. Like you have to know what goes on the playlist and when to play what. Exactly. Because you, know, you gotta you gotta play. You don't necessarily need to be a DJ, but exactly. you can go out there and just be like, all right, know. this is what is going to be played. You can play it over and over and over again. Nobody's going to care. Yep. But as soon as you throw some like Celine Dion in there, <laughs> who's throwing Celine? Dion? I just thought of it. I just thought of it. And if somebody's listening right now that has that done that. I'm coming for you. I'm gonna find you. Put it put it on the Instagram post. Let us know who you are so we can address you. I'm gonna do, you know what? Exactly. That's what I'm gonna do. As soon as we get done with, <laughs> as soon as we get done, I'm I'm not even gonna leave this room put before it that's what I'm putting it putting it on the poll. I'm yep. putting it on the poll. I will call you out right now. Yep. We gotta know who you are right now. That's hilarious. All right. So, um, in the spirit of Black History Month, um, and be it, let me tell you something. Being on TikTok has changed and revolutionized my thinking. I, when TikTok first came out, I'm well aware because I don't know how many messages I give you. Like, hey, TikTok, hey, hey, yes. hey, hey, hey. Let I'm me like, tell right, you. Relax. Comment. Uh, it re- it like when it first came out in the pandemic, I was just like, oh, here goes something for the new kids. But now it's very important. Heard somebody talking about uh, the effects of slavery. And how slavery was, I think it was like 253 years. And then post-slavery to today has only been 153 years. So slavery was basically the ingraining. It's been American history longer than it has not. However, there are some Wahites. 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 Got to put extra emphasis on it. Who believe that black people... And some and some older black people, honestly, that say that we still shouldn't be affected by slavery, by Jim Crow. We have progressed enough. We we are out here living our lives. We buy houses. Our kids schools are integrated and we are capable of getting jobs and and picking ourselves up by our bootstraps. Do you feel like slavery should still be affecting black people today or should we be over it by now um i think it still does affect us currently Mm -hmm. because think about it integration only started what 50s yep 1960s 1960s yep okay the the first woman in alabama i think it was alabama Mm -hmm. where that first black woman in alabama to go to, to an integrated school just turned 60 years old yep my mother was the first in the first class to integrate Cooley High School in Detroit. And how that's not that not, it's not that long yeah, ago and in she's the grand 69. scheme. Exactly. So it does still affect us. But what I think it more affects us, there's one way I could see it affecting us. I think it's more so um, slavery pitting us against each other. Mm, that's good. Coach. Where 
it's more of the the house black person mm. and the field black person. Agreed. And it's and it almost and it does and that it breeds a little bit into the the colorism too. Mm-hmm. How you know dark skinned people are considered quote unquote ugly and light skinned lighter skinned people are more fair and like beautiful and all mm-hmm. the other stuff or whatever. So I think that's one of the ways slavery still affects us because subconsciously, yeah, that's what that's what you see. Like mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you know people that are not really initiated or understanding what's going on. That affects them that way. That's one way I could think of. Yeah, I think it still affects us too because all of the points that you made are fantastic. But just like slavery was ingrained into black people, slavery was also ingrained in white people. Mm -hmm. And they just literally can't see us do well. Yep. And it's so annoying. So it's like you hate us so much. You want us to go back to Africa. Nigga, you brought us here. Okay, cool. But you want us to go back to Africa. We'll create Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. We'll create our own towns that are self-sufficient, yep. that are running properly. We, You don't have to integrate our schools. We'll have our own school systems, our own banks. We will do everything by ourselves to get out of your way. Yep. And we and then and, and you still, still come be- and burn it down, right? Like, like we can't, like we want to go out there and do stuff, but then you want to go out there and like take it away from us. So that's right. that is essentially that's slavery. Ex- that's like that's still that slavery mentality. Exactly. Like, because what's the point if if you really want us to quote unquote progress or go out there and do things? Then guess what? Right. Leave us the hell alone. Exactly. And Let it's like you always do. want us to play your game, though. Exactly. Like why why do we have to participate in, in the way that you decide you want us to participate? It's part of the control. It's the part of the control. That's that's what it all like. Slavery is just a quote unquote strong word for control. Yeah, that's really what it is. Is that you want to control us? You keep us from doing what's like that subconsciously. You want us to not even subconsciously. You want us to fail. Like you want us to fail. Yep. Because if you didn't want us to fail, then you would let us do what we got to do. We had that. Right. We had the stuff going, especially like with like the Black Panther movement and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All of those people were taking care of each other, yep. taking care of each other. And that's and, and that was a problem. And that's also I was watching. Um, what was the movie? Judas and the Black. Uh, yes. Man. Yep. And the the part that kills me is as long as it was the black people helping the black people, they were fine. Mm-hmm. The second that they started making other ethnicities realize that they were poor, too, mm-hmm. when the white people went, oh, shit, we don't have no money either. And and the government is fucking us, too. And they all got. Oh, no. That's Everybody like, nope, got to nope, go. Nope, nope, nope. Everybody died. They were fine. They were they were fine with uh, the, the poor people being black yep. and like brown. Yep. And y'all can help y'all people and okay, y'all right. just stay in this box in this corner and operate within the confines of what we expect you to and you're fine. Yep. But as soon as soon as like the white folks that was in there was like, you know what? We hey we broke too. We our kids need some extra extra food too. Right. We can come. Like we can all right, bet. All right, cool. Oh, and there's like, oh, no, no, oh, like, hit, no. hit the bell. That, that's yep. just like, like, ding, 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 ding. They're like, no, 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 no. We can't have any of that. We cannot have any of that. Yep. Do it. But and, we have to go out there and shut it down. And, shut it down. And, and are willing to create narratives that aren't true. They, yep. they got him and uh, honestly took him down. Mm hmm. For no reason, like everything that they had created it within the story was completely false. Yeah. 
that's and, what, and, and admitted to it on his deathbed, like my bad. But that's how the the girl I forget her name, the one who convicted Emmett Till, she did the same shit. Mm-hmm. Just oh yeah, my bad. Um, yeah, he did. Nah, he ain't did that shit. And I know he been dead forty years, but uh, sorry guys. My bad. And then, and then and then and then to turn around, and everybody was just like, well, okay, well she admitted to doing something wrong. Can mm-hmm. we at least go out there and um have him like something, like something, like yeah. just like turn it back, saying, hey, no. Nah, He's fine, like no, blah blah blah. Some some kind of recognition from yeah, it. No, like, no, nothing. Like, no. It's over now. Yeah, y'all will be all right. Yeah, she's not going to charge. We're not going to charge her with anything. Exactly. Uh, case closed. Exactly. Like just just kind of just walk the, the it's this, over. This, this, like they just done. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it was. It was like yeah, well, well, she said it, and there's nothing we can do about it. So, uh, whatever. Right. So, um, yeah. Let's introduce our. Our other co-host in the building, Miss Mo. Uh, very, you're very faint. Probably because your mic isn't up. Say something now. We, we sorry. Uh, you're currently not on that thing. I'm looking at it right now. So, uh, hold on just one second. Let me see if I can get this thing straight. Okay. Try now. Can you hear me? There you right. go. There we go. All right. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey, Mo. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Black History Month. Yeah. Happy Love Month. Yes. Black on black on black on black and some. Hey, it's blackity right. black. Blackity black, black, black. <laughs> I'm going to get some white people in them shirts. The blackity black <laughs> shirt? <laughs> and do what? What you going to do? Take a picture of them? Mm-hmm. You gonna let them throw up the Black Panther fist mm-hmm. too? Oh no! Nah. And then and you then, might get your black card. No, revoked. no, no, no. <laughs> then, then see that's that's that the grand scheme though is to go out there and get them uh get them jacked up. So now they know. Oh, see, this is their initiation mm-hmm. into some gang or something. Perhaps. I'm uh. not really with that. Um, but thanks for sharing. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Get the hell up out of here. <laughs> I mean, I'm all about allies and whatnot, but, you know, that's kind of a little over the top. Yeah, whatever. I'm just saying. But no, what we were talking about is um, ways that slavery, whether it still affects us now or whether, you know, people are just saying that's a figment of our imagination now where it doesn't really affect us. Don't worry about it. You know, who does that? It does, is it really is it really that big of a deal now? Oh, most definitely. I, it's something is last is it would it exists for so long and it has hopped through every generation after absolutely in every way it is still present to this day because a lot of the mentalities and that's really where it's the roots are it's all about the state of mind a lot of the mentalities that kept slavery alive both the slaver and the actual slave mm-hmm. um, still exists now, you yeah. know, just limiting for black people, starting off with black people, like how we limit ourselves and and have made a decision before even trying that we can't do certain things or um, or we're limited by the actual oppressor to 
you know, get outside of that box and take a chance and for careers and lifestyles, all types of things that mm. we won't even try because we've been limited for so long. And then when we do try, we're pushed right back down because that those opportunities aren't available to us. See, and now that I think of it, I thought of another one, and this one might be controversial, but I mean, this is just, just off the top. I'm not condoning it or saying anything, but religion, mm. Christianity. Yeah. A lot of, like, we don't know what we were doing when we were over in, a, you know, when our ancestors and stuff like that was in Africa. We don't know. Oh, religion-wise? Yeah, yeah. religion-wise. Yeah. We don't know that at all. That's true. So you literally take us from our from from where we were at, mm -hmm. bring us into you know to your country, mm -hmm. and then make us go out there and serve your God. Right, that's true. And then and it still continues now because now a lot of black you know a lot of it's, I mean, a lot of black folks. I mean, I, I mean obviously a lot of Christians and stuff like that are out there, mm -hmm. but they're so animate about it, and it's almost like the root. Do you understand like the root cause of where that actually came from? Like, yeah, right. the reason why you believe that is because your ancestors believed it. Well, well, how do they know? How do you know how they figured that out? Well, because Massa was up there, they're telling them like, you better, you better like this Bible, right? The good, the good Lord, the right. good Lord's gonna go out there and strike it down, right. you know, kind of thing or whatever. And that, and that kind of permeates into like the 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 the. So your your pores as far as like the the culture. I think it's two two sides to that coin though. I think it's also um, you know so there was a, a a sector of people who understood Christianity, took that ball and ran with it, mm -hmm. and then there was another group that was like because that's what was taught to us, mm -hmm. and the narrative changed around who Jesus was, interpretations in the Bible, all of that stuff. I can't trust any of this mm. and so f you and your religion right i'm out right. and so i think that um it changes the narrative ultimately because in every aspect they stripped us of so much yeah. in every aspect where everybody is just kind of out here trying to find the truth and fishing and uh, and reaching for something that kind of tries to make sense to them and finding trying to find community in that thing and everybody is just kind of you know hoping for the best but not really knowing what the what truth the of the matter like, is your, right well what what are we striving for like what you know our generation in my opinion is just like shit can we pay the bills and take care of our kids and make sure these motherfuckers don't grow up to shoot the school up right. like that's that's the best we can do yeah. right now. we didn't live through a pandemic 9 11 uh the the housing crisis reset dog just y2k which really wasn't even a thing um like, Our, that was that was a Rodney very king that was a very interesting all of that was yeah and then all the police brutality said listen if i can just make it with a 401k by the time i'm 65 yep. And get a little bit of social security. Oh, that's gonna be gone, but way before that. I know. That's I'm yet holding on to hope. They keep. Matter of <laughs> fact, I got that in the mail a couple of days ago, where they was like, "Oh, this is how much you're gonna get uh, when you're." I'm like seventy three dollars. I looked at that like. I kind of think I better that get the, on OnlyFans the biggest or something. Mis Shit. like disconnect when it comes to religion and things like that. Though I kind of think people fail to make it personal as personal as yes, it should be. Yeah. I agree. So I feel like a lot of people that are in the Christian world do a lot of following. Mm -hmm. For example, if I'm being transparent, I wasn't this, you know, super Christian 
uh, you know, well, I'm not really a super Christian now, but <laughs> I mean, no. I wasn't. <laughs> no. No. So anyway, not I saying mean, you was a heathen or nothing like I that. Just, but, I yeah. just, you know, kind of. Kind of like if you're in a relationship with a with a if you marry when you marry you know you you make it personal and you you put the work in to get that relationship with that person that you married to mm-hmm. you know you get to know them what they like what they don't like uh, how to make you closer it's the kind of like the same thing that's kind of how I look like look at God like mm-hmm. you know what can I do to make us closer to understand is this the real guy I should serve is he real mm-hmm. you know and that's where my Christianity walk came from because I made it personal and decided I'm not just going to follow everybody else. Right. As a result, I'm not really the ideal Christian. I look around and go to different churches and I'm always the eyeball or I yep. just don't fit because I took a totally different walk. And I think more people should do that. I agree. And then, you know, what? and kind of into the religious part, as far as the slavery, and this it just literally just popped in my head is this. Sometimes, we have to go out there and do things right for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. That's another form of the slavery. Like I was talking about us pitting each other, pitting us against each other. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got some people that are using religion yeah. mm-hmm. to go out there and profit from us. Kwame. So it's almost like that's a whole that's a whole other thing. That is a literally a whole other thing. I, I will I will talk all day about that. But anyway, um, no, but you have like some pastors, reverends out there that's going out there and using religion to go yeah. out there and take literally take from their own people. Yeah. Like I mean, you got the you got the pastor out there with the nice car and the Cadillac and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to the building fund. Mm-hmm. That's going to build yeah. the building. We have yeah. to go out there and build up this building. Yeah. And that building still janky. And they, <laughs> the, the, the Lord, the Lord is going to bless us with this brand new building with these new doors and stuff like that. And blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Ain't seen their new door, lock, switch. No. But it's a lot of these pastors that got like my old pastor. He was working at Walmart. See, and, the, okay. and my old pastor did forty-five years at Chrysler, so and his Cadillac yeah. was his. Yeah. That didn't come from yeah, right. nothing from church. But I understand what you're saying. Like it's so hard to to differentiate, yes. and it and it creates a narrative where all like you have one bad experience and then it's like all churches Mm -hmm. all the pastors are crooked all the churches ain't doing this and they not doing that and don't know church help the community and and it's really like churches that are out there that are trying to do that but not only do they have to fight against um whatever you know the world is throwing against them or the city or mandates or whatever but then they gotta you know go against like they post something on social media to be like hey we doing a food drive well y'all ain't y'all y'all ain't really doing that for real or you know y'all y'all shouldn't participate in that and y'all shouldn't do that you know it's always something and so i agree with you mo like if you really create a a space for you to have a personal relationship with with god whoever you've you know whoever you call god then nobody can ever take your personal experience away there's no pastor no preacher there is no no church experience there's nothing else that can happen that can tell me that my guy isn't real because i saw him i felt him i seen him i saw this in my life i had the faith it worked uh whatever you know seed time harvest uh whatever you want to call it you know the law of attraction whatever right if it happened for you you can never take 
somebody's personal experience out of it. So yeah, because otherwise, this goes back to what we were talking about. It's slavery. It's a form of slavery. Yes, that's it's, so it's always true. a control. It's always that's a means. It's always a yes. means. Yes. Speaking of that control, was such a good point. Guess what, y'all? It's February, and allegedly, allegedly, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a love month. It's allegedly a love month. I see you guys got your red and stuff like that on. I see a little hey, bit of red. I got some hey. pink polish. I, I did mine too. Okay, we okay. ready. You clearly weren't. Hashtag love is in Yeah, I wasn't going to partake in that part of it. No. He's such a buzzkill. Whatever. Go ahead. We talking about Valentine's Day. We are talking about Valentine's Day. Shit. And so... <laughs> you mad? <laughs> you mad? <laughs> <laughs> you salty on the inside? This isn't your holiday? It's fine. <laughs> we'll talk about that offline. Okay, so um, with Valentine's Day around the corner, can anybody recall what your worst Valentine's Day experience was? Yeah. Story. <laughs> Do tell. I'm gonna sit down and be quiet. Go ahead. No, no, because no, you're not. After I tell you this, you gonna judge me. So listen. Uh, Don't you judge me, judge. So I stepped out. You know, I was single. I was how going to how long ago was this? Ooh, child. I've been with my husband for ten years mm -hmm. altogether. So carried it minus one remainder of seven about 13 years ago okay <laughs> so why you sound that so old about, about 13 feel, years ago I oh, I marriage ages you baby I, I, make you feel I'm, old i'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything continue i make noise when i get up now like it makes you <laughs> feel so old that's true metamucil what all of that <laughs> ensure the works polygraph what? Somebody <laughs> touch and make it old. <laughs> Y'all rubbing being gay on each other. Y'all rubbing being gay on each other and uh, stuff like that nowadays. Please Yo. and thank you. That's a good Valentine's gift. <laughs> Rub it down. If, it get, if it get to the wrong spot, it ain't gonna be a one. Uh, well, but to go finish your story. Get, it, get to the story. Anyway, so I stepped out. It was this dude I was in a class with, and I was feeling him or whatever. So. I told him, you know, we had an assignment together. We were, um, I don't want to say what class we was in. So we had a class together and we and we had an assignment. And, you know, I kind of told him like, hey, let's go out. I like you. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, a typical boy. He was stupid. Uh, no offense. He was stupid. So when we went out, we decided we was going to go to the casino or some bullshit like that because he was poor and broke. I didn't know that till later, but that's mm -hmm. beside the point. Damn. So that's we a... meet up and supposed to be love. He like comes with friends. I'm like, hey, I'm all about friends, but who are these niggas? And he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is my brother and this is my lady. Oh, oh, oh. You didn't so, feel like you needed to say that before. But here's the thing, because I'm like a freak -a leak in my past life, I was like, is he trying to get a threesome? Was you was you willing? No. Oh, I'm like you. You prefaced it by it. saying you was a freak. So okay. thought about they, it. And they start buying me drinks. I'm like, oh. Oh, my she God. thought about it then. But I'm yeah, I thought about it. But see, like, that, that's that, look. See, but I didn't there think you about go. Doing it. I was thinking about it, but I didn't think about doing it. I don't want no sizzle, sizzle, or no die slow. It is among us. It's not just COVID. Did People you say sizzle, sizzle. The the young die slow. I can't. That sizzle. That that <laughs> ouch. It hurts. Hashtag it burns. It hurts. Anyway, oh the rest. My penis. 
<laughs> so, so I was like, oh, hey. And it was obvious I was uncomfortable. So I was like, um, yeah. She went to the bathroom. The uh-huh. chick went to the bathroom. I was like, um, I kind of asked you out. I didn't know you had a girlfriend. He's like, well, we're just like dating. We're not like officially together. And I'm like, it's I Valentine's told you. Day. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I told you I wanted to go out and all that stuff. He was like, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't sure about that. I just brought my brother. Like, I was like, I don't need you to hook me up with people. Look at me. Like, I literally asked you, not your, not for yeah, that yes. don't, that, that That's weird. That means, that yes. means, no, I'll tell you what that means. He meant, that meant he didn't listen to you at, at all. all. Like, he was just like, yeah. Like, all right, all right, all right yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I'm going to do whatever <laughs> I want because there is no, man that's yeah that's horrible so yeah i have a story too all right and if you're listening i apologize because i'm about to put all your business out Say here that shit. it's been i want to know right now it's been almost 15 know. years so it stick to you yeah you just started singing some jokes uh, listen, it, she did I, I saw it's valentine's day hey I saw a window and I, I was taking it go ahead so um i was dating a guy at the time and um we were friends and then somewhere around christmas or new year's he had like asked me to be his girlfriend oh. but he i was at eastern at the time oh, and he lived like east side of detroit Right. So we didn't see each other very often. This was before video calls and stuff like that. But we talked all Back the time. Yeah. But this was technically a long distance relationship. Right. Because yeah, it was, was it was an hour up 94. Okay. Ipsy's a hike. It is. it is. Especially from the east side. Yeah. I, re- I retired from those days. Absolutely. I used to hang out at Eastern. And yeah. Like that that was, so that's, that's, that's definitely time. That was, time for yeah. That was my stomach. That's after hours. Me too. <laughs> so, go Eagles. Go Eagles. So, that's, that's after hours. So, um, so, but he, okay. So, when we first got together, his friend hooked us up. I had no idea that he was a dope boy. No clue. <laughs> and so like when he finally told me oh. i was like i'm like skeptical because i don't want the police to raid my house looking for you like i don't want to be like with you and we get pulled over and i gotta explain to my mama why we both in jail like i'm <laughs> i'm not really like i was a good girl i wasn't really trying to live that life however i was broke okay and i was a college student and i'm like well you know what maybe i'll just capitalize on this financial game for a little bit and then once I get what I need, then, you know, I slap. I like it. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm like, all right, Valentine's Day is coming up. What we doing? And he like, oh, you know, just let me know what you want to do. And I said, you know what? Because I don't want to really be out with you because I'm scared of the police. Why don't <laughs> I just make dinner and then you come over here? Because I lived in Ipsy and I had my own apartment. So he's like, all right, cool. So he gets up there. He don't have a car. Oh, I see. So his boy dropped them off. And I'm like, so wait, is you running the street? Like, I didn't ask enough questions. <laughs> Who are you in the drug game? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I assumed you were at the top, but no. is that not the case? No, like, no. I'm so confused. No, that's no. Y'all, I swear you to God, he walked in the house with a bear this big. I can't. And one rose from the lady on the corner of my block how did you the know it was, came from her I, when it. i she went to the grocery it. store earlier for the food i saw, saw her selling oh, the stuff oh my god that is embarrassing. he it was literally but like you know how they have packages when you on the corner yeah he didn't get the 50 dollar package he got the five dollar package well. the brother the, the yeah. brother was trying nigga trying he Damn. came 
that in my opinion that's empty-handed like i've been talking to you for three months yeah and i didn't even it wasn't even a card like it wasn't it was nothing i told him to leave yes get I, out i i packed him his dinner to go i said before your friend pull off all right i, I gotta got before before you even get to that okay what was the dinner i want to know what the dinner was oh i was cooking cooking oh, like cooking, it was cooking. like steak and and oh. mashed potatoes oh, and wait. green beans oh, yeah. and no i was cooking oh, he was winning yeah and plan don't be in dessert he he, he was winning you he, gotta go he, he was winning though he left but he he won How you gonna he be? won you're right because he got a 50 dollar bill exactly he went to the restaurant for free he got some food for free yep and he only had to spend five dollars in parking oh okay yeah all right how he gonna be a mediocre drug dog i mean that's mediocre that's tell, way below no mediocre. moto he was telling me he was making runs out of state like so my assumption was you got it together yeah you and got you, a little you making drops like yeah. you got it like you got the game twisted. you got enough like you might not have it but you got enough nigga came with five dollars worth of shit i was so mad I was oh. so I'm a, mad. I'm a spinning a little bit differently. You wasn't his first one for the day. I might I not have been. Nah, I might you know, not have been. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Probably, I'm probably he probably I'm probably lying. You know, I'm probably like just just do whatever. At this point, it doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. But I mean, <laughs> he might he might have already had something on plan or whatever. That's quite possible. But but the presentation is key. You had your friend drop you. Matter of fact, go catch him before he drive off because what i'm not about to do is take your bitch ass home go catch him you can take this food to go and y'all have a good time matter of fact avenue matter just let him get on the bus that's Duh. the reality though if you kicked him out and his homeboy said bruh i can't even come back right now you're stranded you're sir. stranded because you ain't taking a bus home and you think i'm going to take you an hour i hope you got back to the home. east side okay you got that's me real, fucked that's up a, that's a real awkward ride oh i was ride. that's that east warren's east warren and Mac and B. Yes, that's yes. that's exactly yeah. where he was from. Oh Mac and man, I was just playing. Oh, yeah, no, that, that, that I hit didn't. Real, that hit real. I didn't know until I knew, and then I realized that this life wasn't for me. It's a. He was the last dope boy I ever dated. I don't even know if he was a real dope boy. He might no, have been lying. No, he wasn't. He clearly wasn't. He because, bro, there's I was no done way when he said he was from the east side. When, when, <laughs> when you said that he I was got pulled, when he got pulled when he got dropped off by one of his boys, that's. I was yeah. nah, like not nah, like not. Nah. I looked out the window out. like, is this because, somebody else in because the car? I could I could I mean I'm not saying that I went out there and like cashed out like everybody or nothing like that that I've been in a relationship during Valentine's mm -hmm. Day, but damn, I still drove. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like I mean I wasn't out there. I was doing stuff and when I was out there doing stuff or whatever. But damn, I at least drove. Shit, nope. I, I pulled up. You know, no driving. But. Valentine's Day is here, and it reminded me of one of the <laughs> one of the the most racist and like ruined va uh, Valentine's Day I've, I've ever had. How do you have a racist thought, Valentine's you Day? A woman. Did you take out a white woman? Hell no. Oh, I'm about to mm -mm. like you had to go. Hell no. We can't because like, cause first off, I didn't take no white woman. I ain't take no white woman out. <laughs> Matter of fact, all lo 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 all jokes aside, I was like, some one white woman cashed me out. You oh. know what I'm saying? She come to my house. Was and she a cougar? No, she wasn't. This is when I was this is when I was in, I, and I was doing yes. doing mm -hmm. whatever. And she came to pick me up. 
and oh. me, it took me to the Pistons games. Oh, oh right. she lived in Rochester. She came to my house in Detroit and dropped and picked me up, and then we went back out. She to the wanted palace. to make sure that you didn't have a ride back home. Yes, because she lived in Rochester. And I it paid, was, I, I you paid might for as well just spend the night since right. we right no, down the street from my house. Culture's get about to get some cutty. You got some cutty from the uh, wheat woman. Anyway, the next uh, the one that I'm talking about involved a, a little bit of something. Well, you know, I'm 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 a, I'm a romantic. You know, mm -hmm. I'm a guy that will go out there and tell you know somebody you know, I'll I'll downplay it. Like, look, you know, I'm broke. You know, what I'm saying? I can't do I can't do I can't do too much and nothing like that. You know, but I can do something. Mm -hmm. And then kind of like set the like you know, I did it on purpose. I did it on for that purpose of I'd like look. You know, I was like, I got this bill coming, you know, this stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. And so she was like, no, it's fine, it's fine. And, of course, I was going to catch the whole thing or whatever. So mm -hmm. what I did was she didn't know I was sending something to her house. Mm -hmm. Had already bought it, already did everything, whatever, and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So everything's all good, right? Mm -hmm. She calls and, you know, texts me or she texts me or called me. Either one. She did one of those two. She hit me up saying... Hey, thanks for the flowers. I love them. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. She was like, but I don't get what the joke is. I'm sorry, what? And I was like, what you talking about? What joke? She was like, the joke on the card. I was like. I, I didn't write a well, joke. I didn't write. What are you talking about? So you didn't say. I was like, no. What What the hell are you talking about? Oh. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> so. So uh, she was like, well, what did you. What did you want? said on the card mm -hmm. i was like you know hug i think it was like something like hugs and kisses blah 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 i don't think it was love but it was like hugs mm -hmm. and, kisses, blah, blah, blah. and you know to you know to her and she was like yeah that it didn't say that i was like well, what did it say i promise you it all it had was on the car on the car they had the business of what it was i'm gonna say the business because i don't do business with them anymore mm -hmm. for this particular reason it said proflowers.com mm -hmm. mm -hmm dot blackie oh no that was it that was the only thing on the card oh my god and this is like right when we started getting text being able to text message pictures yeah. and stuff like that real clear so she i was like no. <laughs> i was like quit playing that, that shit didn't say that shit Dave she was like i'm so she was like uh yeah it did and i was i'm about to send you a picture of it so she texted me the picture of it. Oh my! God. And when it finally came through, because you know this is back before yeah. you know all the Take other it. stuff, and it, it, it's three G. It was like it was, it was like, <laughs> right? and I'm looking at it like, and that's literally all it said was, proflowers.com. It was in pink, and it just said, Blackie. Oh my God! So she was like, yeah, like my mom, she's the one that saw it first, and so I was like. Oh my God! Like her mom already didn't really wasn't really too fond of me. I oh guess. my God! I was like, oh, that's great. That's just fucking great. I was, <laughs> I was like, that's fucking awesome. So of course I was fucking pissed. Like yes. so, obviously I went with her later on that day. We went go have something to eat and stuff like that. She gave me the card mm -hmm. or whatever, and it, and, and it, every the entire night I was just in there just looking at it, just angry. Like I'd have caught them so. Oh no! Oh, fast. oh no! So I didn't want it to ruin that part of it, like uh, the time that me and her had. But as soon as I got home, I called them. And this is like, I don't even care. I, f I forgot what time. It was late. It was late, too. It was like 1130 midnight right in there. Mm -hmm. I didn't give no dams, like mm -hmm. whatever. I called them and I was like, yo, we got a problem. Mm -hmm. 
and that and the lady on the phone was like well what happened i was like yeah like you know my girl you know she's african-american mm -hmm. and she got a card that said blackie on it mm -hmm. and like the lady on the phone like dropped the phone because she was like oh my god like kind of like oh my god and i was like yeah i was like so you know something something's got to happen here right and i was like because you guys essentially ruined a Valentine's Day because of, you know, with racism. I was like, look, that was that was fucking racist. Did they accommodate y'all or you'd be all like a discount or something? Well, this is what they tried to do. They tried to, they gave me the whole thing for free. Mm -hmm. That's nice. But of course, just like anything else, they was like, well, it's going to show up in your thing for about three to five business days. Uh, I was like, no, <laughs> that shit needs to be put in my shit now. And I was, I was I said it just like, I was like, I'll stay on the phone right now. Mm. until it gets I was like you get it you get in touch with your manager I don't care what time it is I don't care who you got to talk to but I want my refund now I was like otherwise the next phone call I'm making is so this is like when Ruth to the rescue was on and yeah, stuff like oh that I was, I was like we about to <laughs> channel like, yo, four channel four is about <laughs> to get this I got I got the evidence of it I was yeah. like and I got people that got witnesses I was yeah. like that's seen it I showed my grandma my grandma looked at him was like like kind of like like just a take and all completely taken i was like no i was still on the phone i want my refund and then they was like well we'll give you the refund and then we'll go out there and give you a discount on nothing and i was like yeah you guys can keep that <laughs> i will never patronize with you again and i haven't this is going on at least i'd have called roof anyway i was about to as soon as my refund would have like hit my account i'd have been like and fuck y'all here we go <laughs> i was about to i was about to and then you know it, and then i then i saw it, i was like no nah, i'm not gonna do that but you know to this day i still have that card mm -hmm. i know exactly where it is mm -hmm. and that's it just in case they want to pull a fast one mm -hmm. that's so hilarious. proflowers.com fuck y'all fuck y'all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we wanted to talk one last uh, topic in regards to um, the NFL is in the news yet again. So this time, as if they haven't had enough problems with black people, um, specifically for Black History Month, we have decided that to get, the best thing <laughs> we, the we've best decided thing. to hit them with a class action lawsuit. First day of it, right? Man. So former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores has filed a class action lawsuit against the NFL and a few uh, teams individually for racist hiring practices. So, what are your thoughts on the case, and do you feel like he has enough proof to win the case? You go last because you gonna have everything to say about the nfl i'm about to take a seat over here in the corner yes go ahead hand, hand. okay so I'll, I'll go first um i did some research in regards to uh the case so extremely long story short it was this black coach um there's only i think three black coaches in the nfl now it's now it's only one but at the time he was coaching it was three and there have never been a whole bunch of black coaches in the nfl like ever like it's just not a thing and so um he was playing for the dolphins the dolphins were asking him to throw games in order to get higher draft picks like doing all this like sly shit he was like no because he was non-compliant they made him they fired him and then made him a difficult hire in the nfl oh, wow. so but because of colin kaepernick and some other cases they have to have so many black applicants interview in order to make like this diversity quota okay so he was getting these coaching interviews and he suspected that they were just interviewing him for the sake of having a black candidate but 
um, he ended up being able to prove it when uh, Jim Belichick, Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, um, which is which was he used to coach for him, so he was like an offensive coordinator. Yeah, he was a defensive defensive coordinator. Coach, I forgot what he. Was. Yep, and um, Bill was his head coach, and so he texted him like, "Hey, I'm about to go out for this job. I think it might be a good chance that I get it." And Bill was like, yeah, they really looking for you, blah, 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 blah. He goes to the interview. Interview was fucked up. People showed up drunk. Like, they didn't even take it seriously. So he texts Bill back like, yo, uh, you sure you was talking to me, Brian? Or, and he was Other like, Brian. he was like, ah, like, my bad. Oops. I was talking to the wrong Brian. Um, wow. No, nah, they not fucking with you. They want the other Brian. But he told him this before the interview. Yeah, yeah. He was at there. He was he was wondering why Bill sent him a text message saying he's like, "Congratulations on the job." And he was kind of like, "Wait a minute, what you talking about?" Right. I didn't even interview with him yet. Right. And so it was That's proof. So it was proof that they had already chosen somebody and was still just interviewing him for the sake of it. So long story short, he's now suing the NFL and the specific teams that he interviewed with for um, racist, racist hiring practices. Also, he's suing the um, Dolphins specifically for blackballing him. Right. Um, so um, my thought on it is I'm not surprised. It's the NFL. They have been proven time and time again that they ain't shit. Uh, the way that they do the combines and the drafts, all that reflects slavery. We have these white owners and these white GMs that are, um, looking at the black yeah, looking at all this black talent. And not to say that there aren't white people in the NFL, but they're obviously not treated the same. Um, and so, and there's always something going on in the media about a black player no matter what it's hundreds of black guys who play for the nfl they they love their wives they're married they have children they go home they're never in nobody ever says shit about them but the second somebody pop off that 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 black man is all over tmz so um i think that they help perpetuate this narrative i think that um they do this shit on purpose. I think that they always wanted this to be a white guy, a white boys club, and they do whatever they can to make sure that it happens. So that's how I feel. I agree, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So you I, I wish it was a way we can just come up with our own NFL for for diverse people, like the <laughs> the, the minority group, they, anybody that wants to, you know, join it, but. I don't think it's going to always be opposition against it. Not only that, but then, you know, once we uh, start to affect their bottom dollar, mm -hmm. then they come for you, which is, again, going back to us talking about Black Wall Street and stuff like that. We're we're OK to have our own until we start taking their talent. Mm -hmm. And once our black men, just like uh, the Deion Sanders starting to recruit for uh, Jackson State and these uh, HBCUs and these high level recruits are now not going to these PWIs, but they want to go to the HBCUs. Okay. Now, all of a sudden, it's controversy. Yep. Right. But y'all had our black boys shucking and jiving and, you know, doing whatever at these white schools and then nobody had shit to say. But now that, now that these top recruits are going to HBCUs, now everybody is up in arms about the shit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, as, as, as long as we don't affect their bottom dollar, they don't give a fuck what we do. That's, the second we take money out their pocket, we public enemy number one. That's always been the case. That has always been the case. 
Um, as far as the as far as this is concerned, the part of it that is the proof in itself is the rule that they that they have in the first place. Mm -hmm. It's called the Rooney Rule. The Rooney Rule is where it's required that every NFL team has to has to at least uh, interview a couple of minority candidates mm -hmm. for head coaching positions and um, like higher executive positions in front office and things like that. Mm -hmm. The rule itself is racist. Right. <laughs> like rule, we we know that y'all not going to hire nobody. So we going to at least put this clause in to there. Make it like, like the rule, <laughs> to make sure. The rule itself is racist. Like yeah. it's, it's breeded out of racism. Yeah. You're forcing owners to do something that they don't want to do exactly now they have to go and check a box that's what that's what his whole thing is that's what his whole case is is yeah. that all i am is just you're just checking a box right it's affected a lot of people not just in nfl but just in general i don't know how many times or how many applications and stuff like that that i've gotten my track record is solid Mm -hmm. I've, I've got a great track record, work ethic, and all the other stuff, or whatever. Right. I guarantee you, they just checked off a box on for mine. Absolutely. Like, yeah, we just interviewed uh, such and such. Oh, well, okay, cool. And I know this for a fact. It was positions where me and another person interviewed for that position. Mm -hmm. The other person got the job. Now, the person that got the job, me and him were cool. Mm -hmm. He was white, but me and him were cool. Mm -hmm. And he didn't look at, he didn't want the job really, but he was like, you know what? Me and you, I, I got the title, but me and you are. Oh, a team. It was a team. I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? And it's all good. And I didn't have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. But as soon as he left to go uh, do something else, mm -hmm. the job was open, right? Mm -hmm. Nope. They went out there and hired somebody else without even saying, even like, and without even talking to me about it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, done. You know what I'm saying? That's when I was almost like just done with the company as a whole because right. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, like I was already like, like damn, like how many more interviews do I got to go out there and do to get where I'm trying to go? Right. So, I mean, eventually I got put in a different position and I got in a, actually a better position and then I got promoted again. But it's still like, well, damn, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like, like y'all, like, how many times has that happened? And it's not just the black men, but black women, everything like that. Absolutely. Like, like you guys have the same problems and stuff. Like Absolutely. That. Same exact thing. So that's the whole that's my whole crux of the whole thing is that the rule itself is his proof. Right. All he has to do is go out there and say, hey, look at this. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then like Bill Belichick, he just confirmed it. Right. He just confirmed it because when he sent that text message, it he was, was under, way before the interview before, even took like place. The, like he he got that text message on a Tuesday. He hadn't even had his interview until Thursday. Right. Till that Thursday. He was like, what are you talking about? Right. I haven't even talked to him. Exactly. So and that and that right there just kind of just showed that, yes, like there there is definitely a problem. Mm -hmm. And, you know, <laughs> and it, it's always been a problem right you know and, and it's sad because you know a lot of people will say oh well you're a Steelers fan and stuff like that because I clearly have my Steelers hoodie on Mike Tomlin mm -hmm. me and him look very very similar very much alike like, exactly I didn't blah, realize blah, blah, blah. it until I saw <laughs> right. you in the hoodie today and yeah. I was like hmm yeah, there's exactly. a resemblance there yeah exactly mm -hmm. so it's like yes of course my Steelers is my team whatever blah mm -hmm. blah but the thing is they'll throw him up there all the time say like, oh well he's a black head coach but he was prior to the Rooney rule. Right. And his I heard his background story for that one, too, is that was rooted out of racism, too. Right. The owner, allegedly, I'm always say allegedly because, you know, whatever, there's no proof, nothing proven definite. But the owner of the Dolphins, mm -hmm. he had an opportunity to interview with Mike Tomlin. Mm -hmm. And um, the quote I heard from that was 
when they asked him, "Hey, how about this Tom, Mike Tomlin guy? He's you know he's a you know defensive backs coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's you know he's got a really good track record of you know he's really good at with the with the players, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And the exact quote was, "No, he's too hip hop." Oh, what the hell does that mean? I, 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 you tell me. I, but I mean, he, I know what it means. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. Yeah, what, I mean, I know what yeah, it means yeah, too. It means, but, but it's like, yeah. So they decided to go out there and they didn't. So they interviewed him, right? Because they had to. Because this is like he he no. Because no matter of fact, this is before the Rooney Rule, so they didn't have to interview him, right? They they just said, nope, we're not going to talk to him. We're going to go with this guy. They had already made a decision. We're going with this guy. Well, 15 years later, Mike Tomlin has. You know, he's Mike Tomlin. Right. He's you know, 15 years in with the Steelers, two Super Bowl uh, championships, never had a losing season. Right. Great leader of men. This is what has been said or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the person that they hired went one in 15 that first year. Nice. And the Dolphins haven't had a solid head coach since. Yep. Until Brian Flores. And you saw right. what happened with that. Right. And they wouldn't even let that man coach because yeah, they, they were asking him to they, throw they, games like so that they would get higher, so higher draft and, and the reason why he and he said no. Right. I'm good. I'm not doing that. And because he said no, mm-hmm. that's when they turn around and label him as the angry black man. Right. He's not complying. He's not going to go out there and do the thing because he's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. If I go out there and take it and and we lose games, that's a feast mop that that that. The, that diminishes my credibility right. with uh, with the game, and then if I do, if I if I if I don't do it, then I'm looked at as you know he's hard headed, he's angry black man, he's not gonna go out there and comply and do what we say and blah 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 blah. Right. So I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. So that's that's his whole thing. So he, I think he definitely has a case just on those two points alone, yep. the Rooney Rule and the fact that those text messages confirm Ooh, that text what, message like, was like the, the nail in the coffin. Decades of of this right so yep well I, we wish him the best I hope that every I'm, black coach I, I that stand, has ever been interviewed I want to buy a shirt for real I'll wear the shirt I'll wear it to work I hope that every black coach that has ever interviewed put for a position jumps on this class action suit and, and, and so, I hope they raped the NFL over people, the coast and a couple I of people a couple of coaches have come up and said that said like like yeah, like even one with the like the Lions, like yep. with, uh, with Jim uh, with uh, Terrell Austin. Yep. Um, they when they got rid of Jim Caldwell, Terrell Austin, obviously a brother, he was available. He was already on the team. Yeah. He was already on like as the defensive coordinator. Everybody, all the players liked him. They was like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, he's right he's here. Ne- he's next in line. He's right here. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, we're gonna go out there and do some interviews. So, but they had already said the new GM and our pretty much Bob Quinn had already had his mindset. Oh yeah, I'm getting Matt Patricia. Right, already I'm going for Matt Patricia. I've I've already know who I'm going, but I'll, I'll interview Terrell Austin right. just because, and that's exactly what it was. And Terrell Austin's one of those ones that said, "Yo, right, what the fuck, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, like I was already on the team. The team was doing really good. The team's defense was doing really well. Right. I'm the defensive coordinator, right? <laughs> yeah, and Matt Patricia obviously proved that. Yeah, exactly, um, he was terrible. He's trash. trash. Exactly. So, all right. That's it. We're done. That's it. We're done. Damn. Unless you want to talk about our sponsors. Oh, yeah. The sponsors. They do have a say in this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to uh, our sponsors. Uh, my boy, uh, Jeff, he's still rolling with us. Uh, he still has his courier business. I actually briefly worked with him. 
So, okay, Jeff. So I know what the deal was. I was like, so I saw it firsthand. So the brother always looking out. Like I said, we always support the people that support us. So always check out more elite logistics, LLC.com uh, for any of your courier services, uh, anything you want. Hey, try, look out there for a job. Brother's always looking for somebody to drive. Hey, and I did it. It's not that hard. Hey, I got paid. <laughs> He paying on time, y'all. He, pay, he paid on time, too. Come on he now. He paid early. Come on Instead now. Instead of it was Friday, it was Thursday. And I was like, what? And I was like, all right, brother. Come on, direct deposit. I was, I, was like, and, and, and like, and I was like, no. Okay. Did it drop on Thursday? No, right. it dropped on Thursday. As soon as, as soon as it was midnight on Thursday, I was like, I got a little message on my phone. like, ding. I'm like, oh, all right, brother. And our other one is uh, Ashley, my girl Ashley. She has a, she still, she does her podcast and stuff like that as well. But what her main business is, is um, apothecary business. Okay. Uh, it's called am7apothecary.com. Go on the website. Um, if you're looking for a great way to relax on this Valentine's Day season, mm -hmm. get some good music, go along with it. Yeah. I don't see why you wouldn't want to do that. What's the best combination to relax? Some music, probably some wine for the for the ladies and stuff like that. Some mm -hmm. brothers too, you know, whatever. Or some Hennessy. Uh, all women don't drink wine. I'm just saying. And uh, and so, <laughs> so if you want to get, if you want to relax, that's a great way to do it. Get your drink on, get your music on, get your candle scents going and stuff like that. Relax in the tub, whatever you want to do, get on that. So she's uh, at apothecary am7apothecary.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for our, to our sponsors for continuing to support our podcast. And if you are looking to uh, be a sponsor for our podcast, yes. go ahead and give us an email. And they can whatever it's so many other things so many ways we can go or, or dm us on instagram yep. comment on the post on youtube yep. uh go to our facebook page wokish po wokish podcast um and we would be happy to um work with you all and promote your business on our podcast live the lines are always open for business very very true so thank you everybody for joining us this week um for our intro into season four we look forward to an awesome season um, giving you guys our uh, opinions about our culture and creativity and until the next time bye Adios. bye muchachos <laughs>